the Capital Insurrectionists, a motley band of foolish dunderheads that invaded the nation's capital on January 6th, 2021, believed themselves to be patriots fighting for democracy and the American way. In reality, these Talibangelicals are what happens when a man who couldn't pour piss out of a boot with instructions on the heel gets a chokehold on American political discourse. This is Dumb People with Terrible Ideas. I'm your host, Eric Gray. Hey brother, we're boots on the ground here. We're moving on to Capitol now. I'll give you a boots on the ground update here. Multiple capital entry! Multiple capital entry! Keep this frequency clear. See the top, we're still taking metal, sharpening objects. Frequency clear. Despite what craven politicians have told you, the Capitol insurrection was a predictable event. It was not spur of the moment. A few weeks prior, U.S. President and solar eclipse watching enthusiast Donald Trump tweeted, quote, statistically impossible to have lost the 2020 election. Big protest in D.C. on January 6th. Be there, we'll be wild. Emails were sent to political fundraising lists, ginning up a crowd while shadowy figures with malicious intent paid for buses to transport these human MAGA drones. An entire subculture of people that had grown weary of storming DC pizza joints and were thirsty to branch out into larger, more expansive, treasonous activities. And with the enthusiasm of every third grader that ever wrapped his lips around the water fountain after recess, they arrived in DC, craving to chug the warm and salty tears that would spring from every liberal eye hole once they illegally reinstalled Trump for another term in office. Thousands of Trump supporters, the loudest and most violent ones who were already horny for action, heard Rudy Giuliani say, Let's have trial by combat! And Representative Mo Brooks say, Today is the day American patriots start taking down names and kicking ass! And Donald Trump himself say, We're going to walk down to the Capitol. And we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them. Because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. At this point, if the crowd had been required to choose between graciously accepting defeat or giving birth to a 65-pound baby through their urethra. They would gladly have chosen triplets. And if you were watching this on TV, you knew exactly what was going to happen next. It was an attack. This wasn't spontaneous. It was coordinated. And we need to now reckon with the consequences. 
Ashley Babbitt, God rest her soul, was photographed extensively throughout the Ellipse and Capitol Hill. And breaking and entering and going places where it said no trespassers. And she was with thousands of other treason weasels who went up against a thousand police and 438 congresspeople and a hundred senators including a vice president that calls his wife mother and probably enjoys the tuna sandwich from Subway. Yet she was the bravest of these damaged souls, leaping to heaven with a loaded gun in her face in a futile attempt to make an election unhappen. January 6th was a disaster not just for America, but also for the insurrectionists. A foul-minded crowd smelling of bologna grease and tobacco smoke, who shambled their way up the steps of the Capitol building with the beauty and grace of a fork in the microwave. I am so sick of these politicians in this goddamn state. I can't take it anymore. They're all worried about what Trump is doing. How about we worry about what the hell you're doing? What have you done? Maxine Waters, what what have you done? You're talking about, oh, this thing on the border is a political ploy that Trump's done. Where are you? You're not even here. You're, you're, you're talking all this crap up north in your district. Why don't you worry about your own goddamn district and the shit that's going on there? That's Ashley Babbitt. She sounds nice. In the video of Ashley Babbitt's death, it appears that she moved forward in the angry mob, confronting several officers with weapons drawn. It appears that she voluntarily breached a barricaded hallway or a broken door, similar to probably a dozen other barricaded hallways or broken doors she had breached that day. I'm so sick of these politicians in this goddamn state. This time, however, her foolish step forward was next to the sealed chamber that protected our senators. Including our vice president and the nuclear football used to trigger nuclear war. Which follows the vice president around that has the power and, in fact, purpose to end the earth as we know it. Babbitt quickly learned that the Secret Service will neither fuck around nor find out. This tip of the spear has entered the Capitol building. But will instead fire on you after a single verbal warning. As if you were an unarmed black teenager minding your own business in Alabama. Her death was tragic, yet absolutely necessary. In America, we can't have people storming the Capitol to murder our elected leaders. This is third world dictator level bullshit. This overwhelming danger to democracy is tempered by how childish the whole idea is to reverse an election by killing the victors. It's the grown-up version of flipping over the Monopoly board when you're losing. 
or balling up your fist after your junior high rival dribbles past you for a layup. It's just bad sportsmanship, but supersized to where murder becomes equivalent to taking your ball and going home because you lost. And in Ashley Babbitt's efforts to follow a leader who ultimately caused her death, she took a single gunshot to the torso that immediately made the Make America Great Badasses in their camo gear get the fuck out of there. Because as soon as their revolution started getting real, the desire to die for their country got sucked the fuck out of their souls mighty quick. Meanwhile, George Floyd was murdered over an alleged counterfeit $20 bill. Sedition is defined as when two or more people prevent, hinder, or delay the execution of any law of the United States, or by force to seize, take, or possess any property of the United States contrary to the authority thereof. It carries a maximum penalty of 20 years. A reasonable person could conclude that Ashley Babbitt, along with the others who violently broke into the U.S. Capitol that day, were seditionists. Among the many other crimes that were committed that day, one guy in war paint marched through the Capitol, whooping his battle cries shirtless while carrying a six-foot spear. One guy put his feet on the house speaker's desk, scratched his balls, and took a selfie. Another one smeared human feces on the walls. Some members of the shit goose lunacy party showed up with zip ties and tactical gear because if anything was going to get Trump dug into the White House like a tick in a dog, it would be roasting marshmallows over his vice president's hogtied body. You know when a sequence of events just becomes so outlandish and improbable that you find yourself uttering a sentence that's never been said before? Well, here's my new favorite sentence in the English language. Honey, cast Facebook Live to the TV. The QAnon shaman has just occupied the Capitol. chance of Nancy where are you Nancy? Nancy delivered in the tone of a villain playing hide and seek with her victim where are you, Nancy? she was their toy to be played with it was every bit as chilling as here's Johnny or it puts the lotion in the basket or I ate his liver with a farva beans and a nice Chianti or any other horror movie where the bad guy taunts their victim before having their way with them. Is this sedition? You bet your ass it is, because in nearly any other country, you'd be in a jail cell toot sweet, and in many less enlightened countries, you'd be in a forever box six feet under. We must do everything in the power of the Justice Department to prevent 
This kind of interference with the policies of American democratic institutions. And I plan, if you now confirm me for attorney general, to do everything in my power to ensure that we are protected. Attorney General Merrick Garland, a man that achieved the job as a sympathy hire, doesn't believe this qualifies as sedition, apparently. As of this recording, not a single one of nearly 700 people that fucked up the Capitol have been charged with sedition. Now, perhaps you yourself have been in a leadership position a time or two. Perhaps you have been responsible for someone's career or safety or life. And if so, you may have discovered the greatest leadership tip ever known to mankind. The art of making an example of someone who goes deliberately and destructively over the bright Maginot line of what is acceptable. Swift and decisive punishment delivered to a malfeasant for all of the world to see is a tremendous deterrent to others who may try the same thing in the future. And while our Attorney General, a man who was given his job as a participation trophy for not being moderate enough to satisfy Mitch McConnell when the black guy was in office, apparently he has not learned this leadership hack. But you know who has? Officer Michael Byrd, because he's the one that delivered the horrible, decisive, and ultimately effective bullet that stopped the insurrection in its tracks by killing Ashley Babbitt. I didn't even realize I had been yelling and screaming as loud as I was, please stop, get back, get back, stop. Uh, I was, again, taking a tactical stance. You're ultimately hoping that your commands will be complied with, and unfortunately they were not. Michael Byrd, a 28-year-old law enforcement veteran who had never fired his weapon before in duty, explained that he had taken a tactical stance, commanded the gravy seals to retreat, and that he was forced to fire once the mob failed to comply. He took one shot, one kill, remarkable restraint really, perhaps a single bullet that saved democracy that day. And if that sounds like an exaggeration, remember, a gallows with a noose had been built just outside the Capitol. And there were thousands of bad-brained numbnuts breaking into locked offices and closed windows, resulting in nearly 200 injuries and, and several deaths. But this crowd of shitty Americans did not achieve their intent of installing an unelected leader. They didn't murder a Congress critter. They didn't hang Mike Pence or Nancy Pelosi. A single shot sent the seditionist into retreat, resulting in the rarest of things. A complete waste of time that fell short of every single intended goal, failing in every conceivable way, yet damaging everything immeasurably. 
just like when Atari released the E.T. game. Keep this frequency clear. Ashley Babbitt's family has gone balls deep in the attempt to capitalize on the death of their nutty family member by filing a $10 million wrongful death suit against the U.S. Capitol Police. Their argument is that Ashley, a woman who ignored dozens of orders to disperse or stand down, was ambushed by the officer who shot her and was given no warning. Despite the 10 second warning, there's a gun, which is similar to a mother warning a child to not touch a hot stove, but letting that idiot kid do it anyway. This alleged police ambush was during Ashley Babbitt's attempt to break into the congressional chamber after breaking into the U.S. Capitol to overthrow the government in an act of domestic terrorism. Which sounds like the ambush was perhaps on Ashley's part, not the Capitol Police. Ashley Babbitt was an armed services veteran, well-versed in the ideas of do not go into restricted areas, and that a pointed gun is always loaded. She was with a group that had breached police lines violently, broken windows and broken doors, chanting of killing Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi. Yet her family is arguing for a veteran get-out-of-treason-free card, which doesn't apply because Benedict Arnold was a general. And Judas was one of Jesus' best buds. And Babbitt is just the same as those two assholes, too. Close to the halls of power, but so very far away, both morally and ethically. In my opinion, Ashley Babbitt is, was, and remains a terrorist. And her family suing the Capitol Police is equivalent to Osama bin Laden's family suing our military after we killed him. But Ashley Babbitt was, in fact, productive on January 6th. She broke into the Capitol and met Ronald Reagan on the exact same day. Crazy conspiracies crumble because they become so convoluted that it compels the concoction of crazier and crazier conspiracies to continue before they collapse because they're so complicated that it requires magic to have occurred. The Capitol Insurrectionists who looked like they were conceived from a one-night stand between Joe Exotic and Joe Dirt, should be charged and convicted of sedition and conspiracy, and never again given any responsibility more important than sweeping up the hair in the prison barber shop. Part two is next. Don't miss it. And that's a wrap on Season 1, Episode 11 of Dumb People with Terrible Ideas on the Capitol Insurrectionists, Part 1. If you like the podcast, help me out. 
like it and review it on the platform you're listening to it now on or share it with friends, family, put it on Facebook. Just every little bit helps. Dumb People with Terrible Ideas is produced and performed by Eric Gray. Need more info? Check out the website, ericexplains.com. That's Eric, E-R-I-C, explains.com.